Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. Let us begin with an excerpt from our December 4th sermon on 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6-19, through 19, preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord. Paul says, we brought nothing into this world and we will take nothing out of it. So take hold of eternal life. Take hold of Jesus Christ. Take hold of God who is here amongst us, with us. Take hold of God who is coming into our hearts and into our lives. Take hold of God who is here with us now. Take hold of God who is coming, who has come. And is right here. Don't try to do things just to make it seem like we're doing things. Do things that help us to grow closer to God. And what's amazing about all this is I love Paul's uh, kind of description of God and of Jesus Christ in this part of Timothy. Because he says that Jesus Christ, he is the one alone who has immortality. He is the one alone who has eternal life. And, he, eternal life. and then he uses this phrase that I don't think had ever clicked before for me. He says, Jesus Christ dwells in unapproachable light. It's just a fascinating phrase. Jesus is un, dwells in or is in unapproachable light which when you really dive into it is kind of an amazing statement. You know, you can go back to the Old Testament and how there's this idea that uh, no one can look upon the face, face of God and survive. You've got Moses who, who goes to God and says, okay, God, I, I want you to pass by me and, and, so that I can see your face. And God says, well, you can't see my face. You need to hide behind a rock and I'll pass by and you can kind of catch a glimpse of like part of my radiance. And that's how we'll work around it. But this idea of God, of Christ being unapproachable light. And then you put it right next to what we're waiting for in Advent. Here is unapproachable light. Here is unimaginable power and glory and grace who has come into the world in the person of Jesus Christ who is constantly, through the power of the Holy Spirit, seeking to live and to dwell in each and every single one of us. 
here is unapproachable light who has promised to us that he will come again. Paul has this very beautiful image of God. Here is unapproachable light that none of us can go to. And yet, and yet, Jesus Christ has come to us. And not only has Jesus Christ come to us, but Jesus Christ says he will come again. And so how we, Paul, Paul says, how we wait matters. How we wait matters. Are we trying to secure our position and our security on this side of life, or are we doing things to help us grow closer to Jesus Christ, who is and was and is to come? Paul says, pursue righteousness. Pursue godliness. Pursue faith. Pursue, lo pursue love. Pursue endurance. Pursue gentleness. How we wait matters. How we live our lives here matters. Are we storing up things on this side? Or have we given ourselves over fully and completely to growing in faith and in love with Christ? Beanie Babies didn't pan out. And we can change the button on the time machine all we want to make it seem like something is happening. But what matters at the end of the day the end of our lives, at the end of time, is how we have spent our lives growing in love with Christ. And this Christ, this unapproachable light that we could never hope to get to, that we could never hope to grab, has stepped out of heaven, not once, but every day, and in the days to come, this Christ has stepped out of heaven and said, I want a relationship with you. No barriers, no blocks, no walls, no fences. Christ has said, I want a relationship with you. And so Advent asks us, how are we grabbing hold of that light that has come to us? How are we waiting in this season? How are we accepting the gift that Jesus Christ has given to us? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, as we pause in this moment of thought and of prayer, we'd ask that you would be with us, guiding us, helping us, directing us, filling us with your love, and giving us eyes to see how we can better our lives to serve you and to love our neighbor. As we come to this time in prayer, I'd invite you to review your past week. Where did the Holy Spirit move? 
What from the past week are you thankful for? Did you miss any opportunities that God placed before you? As we consider how we may have fallen short in the past week, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Can I be trusted? Am I a slave to dress, friends, work, or habits? Am I self-conscious, self-pitying, or self-justifying? As we look at the week that is to come and is before us, ask yourself these questions drawn from our sermon in the scripture text. What do you think of when you hear Paul's phrase, unapproachable light? What in your life could be different to help you hold on to eternal life? How are you waiting for the coming of Christ into your heart and our world? Are you pursuing righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness? Almighty God, we give you thanks that we are able to pause for this time of prayer. Fill us with your grace, fill us with your love, set our feet on the path that leads to you. May we know your power in our hearts and in our lives this day, and may we cling to you and to eternal life as we await the coming of your Son, Jesus Christ, into our world and into our lives. Be with us now, Almighty God. Amen. And before we return to the business of our days and our lives, let us pause once more and hear the words of Paul from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 19. Of course, there is great gain in godliness combined with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all of this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses, in the presence of God who gives life to all things, and of Jesus Christ, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, it is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for those who in the present age are rich, commend them not to be haughty or to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, 
but rather on God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. Thank you so much for praying the Adkin Examine with us today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach me at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org. And as we're coming up on the end of the year, if you would like to give a gift to the Yadkin Examine or the Yadkin Lectio, head on over to your podcast app and rate and review the podcast. That helps folks find us and uh, see whether or not they'd be interested uh, looking at the reviews. Uh, So consider that your Christmas gift to me. And remember, you can also join us on Wednesdays with the Yadkin Lectio and on Sundays in worship uh, in beautiful Yadkinville, North Carolina, in our sanctuary or online on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in Yadkinville United Methodist Church and we should pop right up there for you. Again, thank you for praying together and I encourage you to keep one another in prayer and keep Uh, these questions in your heart and in your mind as you go out into your week seeking to grow closer to God in love. Until we pray together again, God bless.